Famous Adjacent, a podcast where we talk about pop culture and new media while seated comfortably beside all the action. I'm Lauren. And I'm Claire. And this is a podcast for and by YouTubers who decided the platform wasn't for them anymore. So come sit down, relax, eat a Chipotle burrito, and discuss the drama from 2009. Maybe we should change that. Maybe, because we are kind of changing the format of this podcast a little bit, which we'll tell you about uh, soon. A teaser. (laughs) Queen of giving teasers. Anyway, (laughs) how are the last two weeks of your life, give or take? Oh, I missed the podcast. I missed it. But no, um, it was good. I went on a girl's trip last weekend to say i don't know is it a girl's trip if not all of you go together i met two friends in st louis one of them lives there i think that's still a girl's trip we went on a tour of the budweiser factory we went to a wine bar that turned out they told me they're like oh it's only like two dollar signs on google mm-hmm. uh, i got a at least a four dollar sign bill at the end holy shit that's like when we went to boston and we casually wanted a cocktail and they were like this will be $30. You're like, mm-hmm, great. Yeah. Well, I guess it adds up when you're, like, because we got bottles of wine for the table, but, like, there was four of us. So I was like, this will even out. Mm. It did not. And then we went to a it vodka bar afterwards. I didn't want to go anywhere else. I was good with where we had been. And we went mm-hmm. to a vodka bar. It was all, like, expensive Russian vodka. Oh. That was good, but... <laughs> but, like, I don't need this amount right. of bouginess in my life. Yeah, I'm a, I drink vodka water now because this is just who I am. It's been a slow slip from, uh, I used to just drink like sex on the beaches and fruity drinks like that. And then now I, then I was drinking vodka diet Cokes for a while because that's what Taylor Swift said her favorite drink was in her Vogue mm-hmm. 73 questions. Like that's not even, like no shame <laughs> I, to myself. I was that's like, that's why, that's why I had never thought of that before. It's like a weird drink that people were like. I like that's my drink when it's Taylor Swift's drink and then I just started drinking vodka water to try to cut down on the soda I was drinking with my vodka diet cokes and here we are and it keeps you hydrated you know yeah I usually order Tito's in water just to sound a little bit better than than vodka water than like I spend like one or two extra dollars to have a brand name association not just like the absolute rail vodka right and then I also joined, and then I also joined Orange Theory. Oh, nice! Mm-hmm. What um, are your thoughts? How do you like it? I love it. I love these kind of workouts where um, I don't know if you guys have Orange Theories where you live, but the concept is you're hooked up to a heart rate monitor. That sounds like kind of weird. It's like on you. It's not connected to anything. Yeah, it's like, like a, it's like a chest strap thing that you wear mm-hmm. under your shirt, right? Yeah. Um, and then your name is up on the screen with everyone else in the class and your heart goes from like a gray zone to a blue zone. Blue zone is like just walking around. Green is like your fat burning zone. And then there's orange and red, which are like the really hard working, like your heart rates up and you want to get in the orange zone or the red zone combined 12 to 20 minutes during that hour workout. Cause then you'll burn calories for the next 35 hours. Wow. Or so they say. Um, so that is the orange theory, That if is you the will. orange theory. Yes. So you do a treadmill workout for uh, about half the time. And then for the other half of the time, you're split between the rowing machine and then like a, some stuff on the weight floor. I really like it. I'm not that good yet. So most of my time is in the orange zone. Like too much of it. Just because I'm not good yet. 
but I really like it. And it's like a hard workout, but also mindless, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, my my older cousin does that. And she's exactly that's what she said. She was like, I just want a place where I don't have time to think about anything else that's going on. Like it's just an hour to like shelf everything that's going on in my life. Mm -hmm. Because the coach is right there and like they're keeping on you and they just tell you what to do next. That way you don't have to like, like I'm a dollar in the gym. I just like slowly walk between things. Um, It's very pricey, but I need a good kick in the ass because I'm not in shape and I have to heavily facetune pictures to be comfortable posting them. And I don't want to be that person. I don't even like want to heavily, like I I facetune to like, you know, bring out your eyes and stuff. But like I will... If I'm like, ooh, like, I look fat in this picture, I don't, like, slim myself down all the way. But, like, just enough where I feel a little bit comfortable. You just do a little bit of, like, the pinch tool, like, just, like, at your waist a little bit. Yeah. So you're like, you know, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm not a social media influencer with – well, we are social media influencers, obviously. But <laughs> it's not like Tana, who – Tana Mojo, we talk about her a lot. She facetunes her picture so hard and it's just, like, not what she looks like in real life. Like, her arms don't look like that. Her waist isn't like that. And, like, you see her in videos. Whatever. That was a lot. What are you doing? How are your two weeks? Um, good. I, praise Jesus, am finally going to see the light at the end of the proverbial tunnel on Sunday when I will hopefully get a car. I've Yay! been driving my stepdad's pickup. Yes, thank God. Oh. On the I've highway? Driving- that goes mm-hmm. on the highway? That's yeah. Like- is that the car I've been in? No, no, no. It's a different truck. Okay. Um, it's um, it's a '91 little Ford pickup. So it's like in terms of trucks, it's kind of small. It's it runs. It's reliable. But holy God, this last month or so has been quite the saga. Yesterday, I had six grand of cash in my purse, just trying to consolidate all my money at one bank. It's been an ordeal. So we're hoping on Sunday to get a new set of wheels um and drag race came back so my life once again has meaning can you still not find it anywhere like no hulu no amazon no netflix yeah it's kind of not on anywhere last week they did a marathon leading up to all stars three so it was just on cable literally at any hour of the day so i watched it many of my waking hours like i had it in a different window at work because a lot of my work is sometimes like photoshopping pictures and stuff that you like need some sort of other stimulation to do which was great but yeah you still kind of can't find it anywhere other than like bootleg sites that's dumb why do they hate the straights i don't know but you can watch episode one of all stars three uh on vh1.com we love a promo for a very popular cable network that needs absolutely no promo so that's what's going on with us um but how about we talk a little bit about what's going on with the podcast because we have been scheming for the better i think we have no like last time like we said we wanted to find like a format and something that we wanted to talk about that wasn't so much internet related or i mean internet related yes but not like youtube related and we wanted to um include you guys because we just We know that you're just itching to cast your vote because midterms aren't quite yet, and unfortunately, it's not 2020 quite yet, so what are you going to vote on between now and then? That's a good point. You don't even have to register to vote to vote in our polls. We haven't even explained what we're doing. So, um, I say we have, like, 
Two main pieces of new segments. Well, this isn't even a good description. Back up, back up, back up. We want to switch over the podcast to being more of like a pop culture commentary kind of thing, but like with our, what I think is a unique lens of growing up on the internet, understanding both old school internet culture and what's going on now, and also being intersectional feminists. Yep. It's what we were already doing, but we get to include you guys, and we get to feel like we have a real narrative structure, which is fan-fucking-tastic. And I think we've talked about this briefly, but I think maybe some episodes, like Once in a Blue Moon, we'll do an old-school YouTube feature where it's all actual news from 2009. It's not new news. Just things we can talk about still. And we'll have the time to really, really, really go in depth. So instead of being like, for brief context, we can be like, okay, let me paint you a picture. We love a story time podcast. So the structure we're going to go with is having three new stories we talk about each week. And you guys get to vote on them either by writing in what you think or we'll also have a poll on our Twitter for each one. One being a miscellaneous anything happening in the news category one of them being the sister did that story and the other one being the mediocre white boy story and if we haven't already posted the poll for that week or by week or whatever and you see something you're like holy shit i want them to talk about this because every so often my friends will text me and say like lauren you guys should talk about this on your podcast i want to hear your thoughts on it feel free to tweet or email us preemptively we want to hear your opinion this is a transmedia podcast now so now you have to follow us on Twitter. At FamousAdjacent underscore. Uh, but since we don't have the voting in effect just yet, we had to kind of blindly pick what we think you guys want to hear and what we want to talk about. So uh, the first just general, really critical, important news story that is just rocking 2018 um, is the fact that the Jonas Brothers might be coming back. I, I have a lot of thoughts. Yahoo. Also, I don't know how this is going to go because dnc just released a new song dnc is joe jonas's band but yeah so people think that the jonas brothers are coming back because they reactivated their instagram account and maybe you know this i don't i've been hearing that phrase like they reactivated their twitter account or instagram account what does that mean i'm not sure i think that I think that maybe you can like temporarily, kind of like how you can deactivate your Facebook where it's not really gone, but like no one can find you and no one can search for it. You might be able to do that with your other accounts. I've never tried, so I wouldn't know. There's a button at the bottom that says clear search history, log out, add account. Um, I'm not seeing a close your profile option. Maybe if you're famous, you can call in a favor to mr instagram himself mr uh what's his name social network wears t-shirts every day of his life mark zuckerberg thank you maybe you can call in a favor to good old mark easy and he will deactivate your twitter and instagram personally yeah i'm sure that's how taylor took down all her pictures and and followed everyone it's not like she went through and did that herself no sister did not do that if you will so yeah they reactivated their instagram and twitter yes i or believe both? so okay um <laughs> i was talking to my coworker about this and she was like i mean they were 
they took a picture together, which is cool and great, but, like, it's not like they're One Direction. Like, they're biological siblings. <laughs> like, every so often they're going to take pictures together at, like, family functions. That's so. True. I don't want to read too, too much into it, but I really hope something happens. But, like, reactivating it, that's weird, right? That is weird. And the last single we got from them was fucking trash. Awful. Yeah, okay, so I was talking to my friends about this, where their first album, so good. The second album, so good. The third album, no one gave a shit. No, Lines, Vines, and Trying Times. The only thing I cared about, well, I did care about the duet with Miley Cyrus before the storm. Yes, I like Paranoid. That one, that one still claps, but like, no one cared. And then they released like a trash sexist song. It was called Pom Poms. And it was an extended metaphor about pom-poms being boobs. boobs. Shake your pom-poms. Apparently, I'm reading about this on Billboard.com. A Tommy Rousseau of The Room fame, played by James Franco and Disaster Artist, tweeted, retweeted a picture of him and Joe Jonas and was like, I told the Jonas Brothers they should get back together. So this is all because of Tommy Wiseau. Thank God. What would we do without him? Not have uh, James Franco in a movie. That's true. I will say I'm really excited for this because I have rekindled my flame for Nick Jonas. Yes. We talked about this. Yeah. I followed him on Instagram between this pod episode and last pod episode and on Twitter. You know it's real love when you follow them on their social media, even though they're trash at social media. And he hasn't said anything on his twitter no but his godchild also kevin jonas's daughter <laughs> he taught her how candy necklaces work last night on his instagram story and he visited facebook headquarters so that's exciting and he also has some sort of cover boy deal partner brand whatever my brain is fried or some sort of brand that no one cares about i can't tell if it's clothes or like sunglasses I haven't really dug into it, but no one cares. We'll see. His solo album, his sophomore solo album, if you will, goes hard as hell. That's all I know. Yeah, I think like he's making good music right now. I like DNCE's music. Kevin is a dad with a failed reality TV show, but he probably still plays the guitar. Yeah, he could probably provide something. I just hope that if they come back, it will feel still. I don't. I just remember like when I was a child, being a fan of the Joe's Brothers and being like. Wow, I can't believe I'm into, like, rock and roll, which is fucking hilarious. <laughs> That's what I thought that was. But, like, you know how... Do you, do you ever listen to, like, Up All Night or yeah. Take Me Home from One Direction? You're like, this is pop garbage. <laughs> versus, like, when you compare it to, like, the later albums. I kind of hope the Jonas Brothers return is going to be similar to like a made in the AM situation where you're like, okay, I've grown now. So I objectively like this. Whereas like if they put out another album that's akin to their old stuff, that's maybe a little younger, I'm going to be disappointed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I hope it retains the same vibe and same sound, but feels more grown, which it must, you know, they, they, Kevin had a kid. They all took their purity rings off. So top news story in our lives. Jonas Brothers might be coming back. Do you think kids still get like the same kind of talk about sex like that? Or is it like chilled out? I don't know. It must be. I, I think it's also just so contextual. I remember I never had a wait until marriage talk with my parents, but it was definitely like a be smart, like wait till the right time, like, make sure you're, like, in love, whatever, which is, you know, not the reality of a lot of people's situations, but I never got, like, the super, super true love waits conversation, if that makes sense. So I feel like it might have mellowed out over time, but also, like, in the Bible Belt, we can't be sure. Who can know? I, I, oh, 
Ollie, can you not, sir? <laughs> We're, Claire and I, by the way, are both dog sitting if I'm not able to edit out all of those barks. So just want to address that really quick. I'm babysitting a three pound dog named Ollie and Claire is babysitting uh, quite the opposite. Yeah, I have a Bernese mountain dog, which on his Rover profile that his parents, you know, set up, it said that he was one and a half years old, which could be true. I don't know how old. He's probably about two-ish. But for weight, they put 78 pounds, which is for sure not true. Oh, we think it's more. Oh, he's over 100 pounds. They have to have high top tables for all of their tables in the house so that he cannot just like rest his head on it. I brought him into work today and he could just put his head on everyone's desk. Oh my God. He's so sweet. The exact opposite of what, we, what I have going on in my apartment. So in as much as we just swiftly got off topic from the Jonas Brothers, let's swiftly get back on topic from the dog situation um, and talk about sisters who are doing that. For both Sister Did That and Mediocre White Boy News this week, we don't have a specific person, but more just people in general along a general theme because generally women are killing it, men are trash the 2018 mood we should make that our um header picture <laughs> on twitter i'm dead ass serious women are killing it men are trash okay 2018 graphic design is my it. passion i got you <laughs> um so in sister did that news pretty much all the women involved in the larry nassar nassar don't know you're gonna be in prison for the foreseeable future all the women involved in that trial our sisters who are doing that. I'm sure everyone's heard about this. Um, it's the USA Gymnastics doctor who also was a doctor at Michigan State University. He was sentenced to up to 175 years in prison for decades of sexual abuse. And at the trial, which went on for many days, a total of 156 victims recounted their stories about how they went to him to receive treatment for sports injuries only to be sexually assaulted and told that it was a form of treatment. Honestly, so disgusting. And the fact of the matter is there were large institutions at play, the USA Gymnastics Institution and also Michigan State and just like- A lot of people are quitting over this or like- Yeah. Like because they knew, because they're- Yeah, over. which is a clear sign. I knew this was going on and I didn't do anything about it. Like the president of Michigan State resigned. I don't understand how systems, I mean, I do understand how systems of abuse are get prolonged for so long because there's so much power disparity and things like that but it disgusts me that people can know things like that are happening to children anyone in general it's awful but like to literal children and are just like mm, that seems like a problem that's going to be way too messy to expose and the women who do usa gymnastics like on the women's side they're all young girls like usually like your prime for gymnastics is like 19 i think is like the oldest you can really be. So while he was a doctor for USA Women's Gymnastics, he was just with all underage girls. Yeah. Um, and Allie Reisman gave a really powerful testimony. I'm sure that you guys have seen snippets of it. Um, Michaela Maroney, pretty much. I think all of the Fab Five were there. Yeah. So long story short, everyone gave their testimonies. He wrote this whole bullshit, like, letter yeah for lack of a better word statement yes um about how it really disturbed him to hear so many women telling 
basically just saying to his face in words what he did to them and it made him really upset and how it was psychologically damaging him and the judge who who oversaw the case i there's an iconic video of her just taking his statement and just fucking dropping it just like throws it off her desk she throws it off her desk and she's like do you want to revoke your statement or something i don't remember her verbatim words but it is fucking incredible so there's so many systems of abuse in the world in sports athletics two different words for the same thing mm-hmm. um institutions of religion education hollywood obviously mm-hmm. and i appreciate the fact that this larger conversation we're having about assault is really manifesting in those smaller communities um, because it's not just a super macro problem it's a micro problem as well so sisters doing that in usa gymnastics and just um anyone who was affected by this shithole and the judge who's getting a lot of slack on twitter lawyers which are people who didn't go to law school but believe they know the law who were saying that at, at the sentencing she was so like she said to him like oh i wouldn't even send my dog to you if it needed help like statements like that and just sort of being like you're a piece of shit that's not what she said because she's a professional woman but um and people on twitter are like she was so biased like he should retry with a new judge Uh, people who are like actually lawyers were like you don't understand how a sentencing goes when it's a assault like when it's a criminal charge like this one like at that point the jury's already decided and she is not that man's judge she's the judge for the women like she's there to serve them she's there to serve and protect justice and if someone has sexually assaulted over a hundred women and girls then it's there's not a conversation about what's just and right no like that's fucked and there's oh that makes me so mad and like in a jury situation the judge like can show bias but like not super what like you know what i mean like it's still not her call those were sisters who did that everyone it's so i didn't realize this story came from indianapolis home state pride you did something indiana imagine defending a pedophile on twitter like imagine (laughs) fucking incredible people do that with donald trump all the time i don't know what you're talking about often our mediocre white boy but he's actually not this week um another just in general um all the mediocre white boys you know what honestly i know we call this segment mediocre white boys but this transcends race um just mediocre men who are hypocrites in the wake of the time's up movement notably justin timberlake aziz ansari etc etc we talked two weeks ago about the golden globes time's up movement black dresses sisters doing that um and a lot of men wearing the time's up pin on their lapel which is such like a lukewarm yeah statement didn't i say like i can't remember if i said on the podcast or not but like i understood why they were like black should be the color but like they should have made it look green or something so the men actually had to try because they just got to put like a button on and be like i'm a supporter i think it's the same brand of like shitty male quote-unquote feminism where they're like i'm a feminist and i want women to be respected because i have a daughter and you're like no you should just be a feminist because women are people and that's not a shocking statement Mm -hmm. like you should just have it in the interest of human beings for people to be treated equally regardless of gender sex race ability etc so similarly a lot of these guys who are saying like oh hashtag time's up like we don't fuck with assault 
are doing things like being in movies directed by Woody Allen at Justin Timberlake. Can I read Scarlett Johansson's quote? Yes, please do. So she gave this great um, speech. I would watch it if I were you. It's good. Um, She says, my mind baffles. How can a person publicly stand by an organization that helps to provide support for victims of sexual assault while privately preying on people who have no power? I want my pin back, by the way. Damn. A queen. And that was in reference to James Franco. I can't wrap my head around people who haven't always been on the internet or like use the internet to like keep up with news or things like that. Like I know that some people are just like starting to use it as a main news source. But the James Franco thing with him trying to sleep with, I think, a 17-year-old happened like three years ago. I know that vividly. Yeah, no, I remember that. I remember when it came to light like a few weeks ago, I was like, oh, I thought, I thought we knew this. Which I'm like, that's why I don't go see James Franco movies anymore. It's not because they're not great movies. It's because I know that he is a pedophile. I don't, he's probably a pedophile, but he also more so uses his power, position of power, to sleep with women and dm them on instagram yeah and like with things like the james Franco situation and especially the aziz and sorry situation which is just too much to unpack in a podcast that's aimed to be an hour or less the problem is i don't think men realize that the conversation we're having about assault is way that way more of them are guilty of it than they thought because i think that they were like oh women just don't want to be raped cool i've never raped anyone like i'm good sick when, like, the fact of the matter is we're also like, hey, maybe don't, like, touch us or, like, coerce us into sex or, like, catcall or defend people who you know have done those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're not a bad person necessarily if you've done those things, but that's shitty behavior and it's, we, there's just still a lot of unlearning that needs to be done. And Justin Timberlake tweeted, God, he tweeted something the other day about like i'm confused about the saying what does it mean to have your cake and eat it too and someone responded and was like i saw that here's an example when you wear a time's up pin and say you support your wife at the golden globes but then also financially benefit from being in a movie with woody allen and the thing about woody allen is his thing isn't like a brand new like sexual assault that we've uncovered People have known about Woody Allen sexually assaulting his daughter for literal years. And he's married to one of his stepdaughters. Like, this is not news. This is not news. It's not like the Harvey Weinstein thing where, like, everyone knew about it, but, like, it was so hush-hush. Like, this is available to anyone. Anyone could have found out in the past, like... It's on his fucking Wikipedia page. And it's disgusting to me that he's still allowed to make movies. I'm so disappointed in Selena Gomez. She's talk- She's in a Woody Allen movie. She's dating Justin Bieber again. I don't know her anymore. That's off topic, but... No, but, like, it's related. Like, I don't think there's any excuse for working with Woody Allen. I think there was, like, if you truly didn't know that, like, Harvey Weinstein was a creepo, then, like... Well, he's more than a creepo. He's a rapist who used his power to get, to get sex or be able to be in his movies. But even, like, you didn't know that, but you were in one of his films, and you're like, oh, my God, I, like, truly, genuinely didn't know... That's a different situation than being in a Woody Allen film in the past 10 years. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think, God, who was it? It was um, the writer and director of Lady Bird had to put out, she didn't have to, but she felt compelled to put out this statement because she had worked with, I don't think, I want to say it might have been Woody Allen, but I'm not sure. I don't, uh, I don't want to say the wrong thing, but she put out this statement about like, I didn't know who I was working with at the time. 
I'm so sorry if I offended anyone by just like existing near this human. And I don't understand how women are so well-versed in like, hey, women are just, I think, generally better at apologizing for things because it's what we've had to do our whole lives. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's time for men to actually start apologizing for the things they do have to be sorry about. Oh, yeah, she did work with him before, Woody Allen. You were right. It's a hard terrain to navigate. And I'm not saying that anyone who's ever worked with anyone who's been accused of any sort of sexual assault is automatically a bad person, and I've totally written them off. But I think if you in sight of the or in light of the times up movement and just in light of everything that's been uncovered in the last few weeks months years decades in some instances Mm -hmm. there's no excuse next week you guys get to vote on what we get heated about um the one thing you don't get to vote on though is uh hailer news because we know that you want that at all times at all yeah forever and always a taylor swift joke (laughs) speaking of taylor swift what's that girl up to nothing I hate her. I hate this new brand of Taylor Swift where she doesn't do anything. She releases something, then she goes silent. Yeah. Um, the Endgame music video came out since we recorded. I think I watched it twice. I've seen it a few times. I think it's good. I just think that Joseph Kahn does this thing where he's like, I'm kind of over his aesthetic in her music videos. Like He just packs shots full of just way too much to look at, and it's all very dark, and it's like... I think that's cool for like look what you made me do when there's a lot of hidden like easter eggs but i'm just i just kind of wish that she would shake things up well it was like that news article we read on white girl blog Mm -hmm. that was sort of like she's too afraid to try anything at this point because like at the end for taylor swift the numbers are what matters to her and i don't think that's a bad thing like this is her career this is how she makes money the numbers are important but it's genuinely, like, she's not willing to take a risk, from my point of view. Because, like, with the style video, which was awful, um, I wish she would have let him direct that one, because for a while, there, his music videos with her were pretty good. Anyway, um, she let, like, a friend's boyfriend direct it. Which, don't do favors for your friend's boyfriends. Don't let them direct your music video about hairstyles. Let a professional do that. But, like, she did something different with that one, and I think that's the only music video from the 1989 era that wasn't a Joseph Kahn original film or whatever the fuck he calls them. Bad Blood was good. Um, Wildest Dreams was good. Like, fetishism aside. Fetishism and imperialism aside, it was visually stunning. Look What You Made Me Do was great. Otherwise... Blank Space. Oh, Blank Space. How could I forget? But I'm over it now. Pick someone new. Yeah. Take a risk. It just, like, wasn't that good, and also... When she says the line, like, read the truth from my red lips, she's wearing a nude lip. Like, that's what, I think I sent you, it's like chaotic neutral is. Yep. (laughs) Um, But I just thought it was, like, kind of, it didn't have any narrative. It was just, like, this is Taylor Swift partying in three different cities. And I'm, like, chill with partying, obviously. But I'm just very confused as to why her brand had to wait until she was 28 to be, like, I party now. Like, you've been able to drink for seven years. Yeah, I remember her being, like, 18 or 19, being like, I just can't imagine a time where I'm ever gonna, like, get drunk. And I'm like, girl. But also, I was, like, 13 at that time, and I was like, oh my god, yes, the role model we deserve. Props to her for never... That was, like, something I remember reading in an article with her. She's like, I never want to be a person who has a picture where I'm stumbling out of a club. Which, to her credit... Harry Styles has had a lot worse stumbling out of club picture. <laughs> yes. And, like, do I have a feminist issue with the fact that, like, he's allowed to and it's funny and she's not? Like, probably. But, I mean, 
I don't need to make everything a feminist issue. Sometimes, right. some things we can just let mellow. Um, and then the only other thing that Taylor is doing is right now she is being sued. Well, she's not personally being sued. Um, her management company, which is called Firefly, and then her other company, which is called like 13 something. This article that I just pulled up isn't that informative. What the fuck? Hold on. Please hold. This is page six. Page six. Give me more information. This is supposed to be the place I go for all the gossip in New York City. Page six. Okay. Found it. So um, this real estate broker is suing Firefly Entertainment and 13 Management, which are both owned by her, but not like her specifically, claiming that he's the one who showed her the new townhouse that she bought in Tribeca near her loft and like showed it to her and gave him the blueprints, but the commission was given to another broker. So he's seeking $1.1 million in damages. Did you fall asleep while I was telling you that? Me too. <laughs> Real estate news is not exciting. Unless she's buying or selling property, I'm not interested. Me either. Harry also lives in Tribeca. What's he, he doing? He does. He's um, in New York right now. Ugh, bless up. So he, in a rare sighting, he took his model girlfriend, Camille Rowe, out for sushi. Um, incredible. Uh, and <laughs> some people, actually this was an article written uh, out of... Cleveland, Ohio, not where you're based, but you know, same state. This journalist says that people think he might be in the running to be the next Bond, which I think is a fucking stretch. Um, <laughs> it then says like, should they instead have a woman be James Bond? I'm like, yeah, probably. Well, did you see that someone involved with the Bond films released that it was gonna be either a black person or a woman? Yeah. <laughs> because black women don't exist. It can't be both. Has to be a black person or a woman. Fascinating. Um, I also looked up the Harry Styles news to see what he wore on that date. And the Daily Mail um, entitled their article, You Make Me So Happy. Yep. Me So. Yep. It's a pun. Get it? Haha. <laughs> That's the soup. We love a good pun. Um, but yeah, that week or that night and also just like all week, he's been serving all black looks and I'm here for it. He... He went to a radio station, I guess, to do promo this week, and he, which, what is he promoting? Asking for a friend. <laughs> Dunkirk, maybe? Being Harry Styles. Oh, yeah, Dunkirk is nominated for Oscars, which, like, why? I don't, is he gonna go, though? They didn't go to the Golden Globes. I hope he goes. I don't know. Me too. And anyway, uh, he was promoting something, and he was wearing black ripped skinny jeans uh dirty ass white converse high tops and his own fucking merch his own <laughs> black hoodie that says harry in the top right and like what a vibe i think i sent you the tumblr post that was like in reference to that sweatshirt i want to wear harry's name on my chest not because he knows knows me but because he truly owns me <laughs> <laughs> that's too real that's too real i resolved not to buy any uh clothes or makeup in all of 2018 but like oh boy the harry styles merch is truly testing me what if your makeup expires well i'm like gonna buy well okay to answer your first question i'm gonna be real i'm probably gross but like expiration dates who is she i am done with makeup when i'm out of it um, but I mean, if I run out of something, I'll replace it. But the fact of the matter is at the like present moment, I probably have four or five of m most things just from having a subscription box for like two years and just buying stuff when I worked at Ulta. 
Um, so I have a feeling I will not run out of stuff if I get really resourceful. So this will both help me save money and just use things that have just been hoarding. So that's nice. Off topic, but anyway. So I'm going to be wearing a lot of um, outfit repeats. But what are you wearing? I am wearing a plaid shirt. It's Flannel Friday at the office. And then I have these, uh, it's from Old Navy. And then I'm wearing these sweatpants that have like a weird crisscross pattern on the knee that are also from Old Navy, but I've had them for literally three years. Nice. But still comfy. What are you wearing? Cute. Um, it was a very casual Friday at the office. I'm wearing a love paint hoodie that I have had since high school that has yellow paint on the elbow and <laughs> um, girlfriend collective black leggings. Fun. Are those good quality? They are. I got them when they are on this promo where like all you had to do was pay shipping. So that was nice. Uh, I still get their emails and I've never looked at their prices, but I do recommend them. They are very high quality, high waisted leggings that you can also work out in, but just like wear them normally. We love an athleisure. All right. So um, I guess other than recording this pod, which is now kind of a treat since we're kind of easing in by doing it every other week why was your day awesome um my day is awesome because i've got to hang out with this dog nice all day we love a dog we love a dog i would say i have a canine related why today's awesome too because this dog is fucking cute and he's a lap dog and he just likes to like sit and give you kisses and snuggle um so i'm very excited to order food and just do that for the rest of the evening. Uh, So guys, if we didn't stress it enough already in every episode of this podcast, you really should follow us on Twitter so you can participate in the goings on of future episodes. You're gonna wanna participate, so follow us at famousadjacent underscore or send your topic suggestions and questions, we'll still take those, uh, to famousadjacentpod at gmail.com. This episode is brought to you by the new and improved directional format a famous adjacent and our music is by michael aranda we will see you guys very soon have a great rest of your day bye bye